On a June night in 1980, Friday the 13th, 12 of her friends were murdered. Why should Friday the 13th, 1981, be any different? Friday the 13th, part two. The body count continues. Episode 215 of the Brooklyn Blast Furnace podcast. Fantastic. And yeah, man. Consistency. It's fun. I do it it's all just for fun, man. And um, if the people who are watching and are listening do not know, my guest, I sound like halfway formal <laughs> right now, is Bill Randolph, who is an actor. Um, I'm a huge, huge horror fan. We will definitely get into that, but I would like to speak about, I mean, listen, you were in Dress to Kill. You, you played Dr. Beaver in, in Trauma <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, man. Um, Not too many people remember Beaver. I, I remember it. I do remember it. Um, what I'm really, I don't know why, but I really wasn't familiar with was double negative for some reason i don't know why yeah yeah um what go on uh just that 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 was um essentially sam urban who i met on dress to kill because he was um uh an assistant director on dress to kill um uh i also and the reason why i got dressed to kill because i did this film um, Brian De Palma was was involved with Sarah Lawrence, uh, the college Sarah Lawrence, okay. uh, which is you know Westchester, not too far from Manhattan. And um, I actually did a small part in the. It was uh, it, it had several names, but the the name of it was the first time okay. with uh, Tim, Tim Choate. And who else? that was early. That was like 81, right? 80, 81. Yeah. But both, I, I met Nancy and, uh, and Brian when I auditioned for that. Really? And uh, essentially I got dressed to kill because I auditioned for that. And, and they liked what I did on the film up in Sarah and Lawrence. Yeah. And they I, I, I essentially just said, Hey, um, uh, Louis DeJamo was the uh, casting director. And he just called me up and said, listen, they want you to do this film. Do you want to do it? And I was like, what? What are you kidding? Yeah, of course I want to do it. Yeah, man. What an incredible movie. A Brian De Palma movie. I mean, Michael and Caine and Angie Dickinson. And, oh, yeah, that was that was a great movie. That was a lot of fun. And unfortunately, you know, because I was being dragged around the city in this taxi yes. with Nancy in the back seat, I never met uh I never met Nancy Allen. I never met um uh um uh, Michael Caine. Really? And I almost, I almost did a movie later with Michael Caine. Michael Caine. I did this movie called Switching Channels with Kathleen Turner, Burt Reynolds. Was well, it Burt Reynolds? Yeah, Burt, Burt, yeah, yeah. Burt Reynolds. Uh, 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 Michael Caine was was supposed to do it, but Michael Caine got got stuck doing like Jaws two, and they couldn't <laughs> they couldn't fix the shark. So it ran over and over and over. And we waited. We, we filmed everything that we could without him up in Canada. And it finally got to a point where we were either going to shut down or we had to recast. And Burt Reynolds was replaced Michael Caine right. in Switching Channels. And so it was, I, I was so looking forward to uh, saying to uh, Michael Caine, hey, we did a movie together. Yeah. You don't know it. But, <laughs> Right. Certainly, I know it. Of course, you do. Are you, you're originally from New York. No, actually, I, I was born in Detroit. Okay. And I, I lived there until fifth grade, and then my family moved to Europe, and I was in Europe from you know like fifth grade to tenth grade. Okay. And and then um, moved to California, and finished high school in the first couple of years of college in California. And then went to the uh, State University of New York at Purchase, which is just 
it was up in Westchester, just above Manhattan. And then when I graduated from uh, uh, from Purchase, I moved into the city and uh, have lived in Manhattan since. Uh, you know, I hate to date myself. It's fine. But, you know, like since nineteen seventy six. Okay, I was a year old in seventy six. <laughs> I was I was born September seventy five. <laughs> so you remember me well, right? From the Upper West Side. <laughs> well, oh yeah, yeah. But I remember you Where well. You born? Where are you from? I I was born and raised in Brooklyn. Oh, okay. Born and born and raised um, downstate medical center. I'm not even sure if it's even still there. Yeah. Born and raised. I moved around a lot. I was in the service. I mean, I lived in Miami. I lived in North Carolina. And then the service, I was everywhere from New Mexico to Alaska to Texas and stuff like that. Yeah, I moved to Jersey. But I always, right now, I'm sitting in the middle of Brooklyn right now. Yeah, born and raised. You can't tell by my accent, though. (laughs) No, not at all. No, not at all. Not a clue. None whatsoever. <laughs> yeah, some people say I have it bad. Even like my even my girlfriend who's born and raised in Brooklyn, she's like, you know, like you have it really. She's like, Do you hear what you sound like sometimes? <laughs> I'm like, what do you mean? I'm like, you were born and raised here too. She's like, Yeah, but you have it really bad. I'm like, I don't know. I talk the way I talk, man. I don't know. I don't give a shit. <laughs> yeah, what difference does it make? You know? Yeah, what difference does it make? <laughs> Yeah, because I, I saw because we're, we're Facebook friends and I saw that you you worked in some capacity with the New York Daily News. Yeah, actually, the thing was, is that, you know, in let's see, was, you know, like the late 90s, uh, my wife and I decided that uh, we wanted to have kids. And because I was, you know, working sporadically as an actor and she was also uh, basically, she had a long career with uh, the Martha Graham Dance Company, but we didn't have health insurance. All right. So, I, you know, because even though with SAG and at the time, SAG had great you know, health coverage, um, it wasn't consistent enough. Right. So, um, you know, and I had always loved graphics. So I decided to uh, um, get a job at the Daily, didn't decide, but I got a job at the Daily News as uh, the special section senior designer. So essentially, I did their, uh, um, you know, their layouts for their special sections um, in the Daily News for 20 years. Really? I love doing that shit. Like you saw the flyer. I mean, like I love making flyers and graphics. I love doing that that. Yeah. And those flyers were great. Thanks, man. Yeah. I made like one little teaser, one little coming soon, one that I'll always post a few days before I release the actual official flyer. And I enjoy it, man. I get into my own headspace. It's quiet. I go into Photoshop and I just create shit. Like I just, it's, it's, it sounds ridiculous, but it's almost like therapy to me. Like I just get in my own oh, headspace. Absolutely. I'm quiet and I get very, very anal retentive when it comes to certain things about it. But that's just me, man. It's fun. Photoshop is yep. the best program on the face of the earth. That's 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 95% the reason why I own a computer. <laughs> it's, I'm on it. I'm, I'm, when I'm on the actual desktop like I am now, I'm either on Zoom or I'm on Photoshop. That's it. Photoshop is fantastic. I love Photoshop. Yeah. I, I, and and it's so it's such a dense complete program. Uh-huh. You you could be on it forever and still not understand everything that you could do. Oh, without a doubt. Like I have an old version of Photoshop and I, I self-taught myself. I never looked at anything. I just started playing with it. I still find like, I've been using it for like 10 years and I still find things like, Oh shit. Like I had no, for 10 years, I didn't know that I could do this. Oh yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, Yeah, man. It's great. Now, but back to, back to double negative. Um, essentially that, that was a film that Sam Irvin, it was a short film that Sam Irvin did during that period of, of, uh, dress to kill. And I also obviously did Friday the 13th part two. So it was all during, it was during that period. I'm not sure exactly where it fell in between that stuff. It might've been after Friday the 13th, but, um, um, you know, at the time Sam lived, in uh, the West Village, 
and I I've always lived on the Upper West Side. So um, yeah, the I the IMDb says I mean if it's accurate, the IMDb says Double Negative came out in '85. Oh yeah, that's possible. So, but Friday Thirteenth Two is '81. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, I mean, it's very possible that it was, uh, um, you know, quite a bit after. And uh, you know, certainly Sam was trying to you know work his way into becoming. A, a full-time director and uh, you know he he basically used it as a showcase and um it's it's really actually a pretty cool little film and it's got I a definitely lot of- have to check it out i was looking for it and i gotta like dig a little bit i think to find it because i definitely want to check it out yeah i don't know who has it i know that it's like an extra on like the fury or something like that i forget what uh, oh really and certainly, I'll dig it uh, up. I'll dig it up somewhere. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Without a doubt. And uh, you know, it's short. It's you know, I don't know. You know, I, it's certainly less than an hour. Yeah. And it's and it's black and white. And you know, I mean, Wayne Knight and um, Finney. I, I, you know, there were a lot of really, you know, good, uh, uh, good people in there. Yeah, I definitely have to check it out. Black and white. It's cool. Very sounds very cool. Now, before I started recording, I said that I didn't want to start babbling because I didn't want to say things, certain things to you that I would just wind up repeating while we recorded. So now I just basically have to say, I'm 45. I already dated myself saying that, you know, I was a year old when you moved to the city. But um, I grew up, obviously, when I was, you know, I mean, shit, I was like seven years old, six or seven years Mm -hmm. old. Right. When part two came out, but I grew up in that whole slasher V, you know, video store timeframe, which was amazing. And yeah. Yeah. Like like so it's so much of my childhood is that. It, it really is. It's so twisted. But I don't like, know how much I would admit that, but oh, I don't care. I admit everything. I don't give a shit, man. So much of it, and you know, it's like it's it's definitely part two is definitely in my top three favorites. It's it, it juggles between the final chapter and two. Those are my two yeah. favorites, regardless. Um, so well. I must say, you know, just in terms of that, I think that that we in part two very much benefited from part one. Oh, hundred um, percent. You know, because certainly, you know, and I've always said this that essentially I'm I'm, I'm Kevin Bacon's clone. You in are part two. <laughs> yeah. And um, but I I feel that all of us, um, and in, just in terms of the script and in terms of the production values and everything just matured that much more yeah. so that it, it, it's a much more interesting film i think i think so too. me too i agree a thousand percent so now if you would have told me in like 1982 let's say or 1983 that in 2021 i would be having a conversation with jeff from friday 13 2 i would have thought you were fucking insane Oh, absolutely. So, so this, like my inner 10-year-old is kind of flipping out right now. And <laughs> this is really fucking cool, man. It's like, when. see, I don't care what I admit, because when do you have an opportunity to actually thank people for the shit that they did, especially when it's connected to your childhood and nostalgia? So I just want to thank you for your time right now. That's all I need. Oh, well, you know, and on the same vein, you know, the fact that I can remember, um, you know, went and saw the first time I saw the film was in a screening. And I think uh, Fran Cuman and, and Meg Simon, the casting directors were there. And certainly my agent was there. And I don't know who else from the cast was there. I don't really remember a whole bunch of us. But, I, you know, at the time, I, you know, I kind of went, I, I looked over at my agent and who is still a very good friend of mine. And I kind of looked at him and, and I said, you know, uh, you know, could have been worse, you know, whatever. But of course, never in a million years would we think that 40 years later, we'd still be talking about it. This 
coming. It's right now. Today's what? April 20th that we're recording. In 10, yeah. in 10 days from right now is the 40th anniversary of part two. Yeah. Wow. 40 yeah. years. I know. Yeah. It's so yeah. crazy. I, I, you know, if, if it weren't for COVID, you know, certainly everybody in the cast was kind of hoping on the, you know, the 40th anniversary year. Yes. We would be doing, you know, a lot of conventions and, and you know, kind of getting out all over the place. And you know what's crazy is that I, I, I wound up getting into going to conventions like a little bit late, probably maybe like six years ago. Because I don't know if yeah. you, know that, you know the movie from 81, that movie Madman. Sure. Okay. Yeah. That was like the that, here here you go. This was the, that was the first horror movie that I saw in the theaters, and I was by myself. Wow! Ooh! And, and back in Ooh. 1981, a six year old can go into the theater and watch a horror movie, you know. And I was by yeah. myself, yeah, yeah, yeah. so yeah. my friend Mike called me up because I always saw he always went to all these conventions and stuff. And he called me up. He's like, Paul Ellers, the guy who plays Madman Mars. He's like, he's going to be at Chiller this like, like next month. Oh, yeah. So sure. I was like, yeah. I was like, no shit. I was like, so that was my first convention. And I went and then from that time on, from that one convention on, me and my girlfriend have gone to, we usually average like six conventions a year. Wow. It's we go to both Monster Manias, both New Jersey Horror Cons, usually one or two of the chillers. And then we'll go somewhere a little bit further away to like, I don't know, rock and pop and horror or whatever. Right. right, Like six of them a year on average. And I'm surprised I never met you because I've met so many. Oh, my. Yeah. Yeah. I I have so many eight by tens of pictures with so many cast members of so many of the Friday the 13th movies. So I'm shocked wow. and I've you. But one day, hopefully sooner rather than later, <laughs> I meet you. I'm going to come over and say what's up. Definitely. Yeah. yeah, man. Yeah. Well, you know, who knows? You know, the year's not over yet. Um, the, right now, um, supposedly, you know, there are two conventions. And at this point, I don't even know what their names are. But there's one in Atlanta, Georgia in August. And there's one in uh, Chicago in November that I'm slated to do. And at this point, you know, because it's so early, I don't even know the names right. or, or whatever. But, you know, let's, let's hope that, that uh, everybody gets vaccinated and, uh, and we get started again. Yeah, man. And I, I, I want to be able to take a picture with you without wearing a mask. Oh, God, I know. I yeah. want to take, I don't want to look back at it and you see just our eyes. Like, I want to take a normal look yeah, yeah. like a human yeah. being, <laughs> you know? Well, I, I, it was interesting because last summer in, in Blairstown, um, actually, um, Lauren Marie and I went up there um, and, you know, we were in tents and every, everything was, was, you know, socially distanced and whatever. And the way that we got around the whole mask thing when we did selfies, is that, you know, whoever had their phone would be in front of the table and then we would get in the frame behind them, behind the table. So we're, in, right. we're six feet apart, yeah. but we didn't have masks on. Yeah. So, How so. awesome is Blairstown? I've been there a million times. It's awesome. That was the only, that's the only time I've ever been there. Really? It's, it's like you're yeah, stepping yeah. onto the set of the first movie where Andy's walking oh, through the arches. Yeah. It's, it, nothing's changed over there. It's, it's amazing. I know. I know. It's I know. So I know. It's cool, it's, man. It's like a living museum. It is. It's crazy. And I don't know if you remember, but I had tagged you because I do this, see this Delta Bravo urban exploration team, right? Yeah, I go, sure. I, um, I had, I'll go to like, whether it's horror movies or whatever, and I'll go to the location and I had tagged you in several pictures on Facebook on like in East Preston. And there was certain spots, filming locations where I superimposed you onto the current. Uh-huh. You know what I'm talking about? I tagged you in a yeah, bunch. Yeah, of- yeah, yeah. Yeah, man. Did you, you did that with the part two, right? Yeah, with it with the, with the current locations and yes, and yeah, absolutely, and and you put the actually the frame of of the film imposed on top of yes. the, the current location. Those are fantastic. Yeah, I lined up everything like the building, yeah. like 
you and you and Marta oh, yeah. Koba, you're in the phone booth, <laughs> you're in the phone booth and in the background, you could see how the only thing that really changed is the height of the trees way in the background, but the buildings are still exact. And everything. Yeah. so that's like another walking museum. It's like another living museum is that whole street. Those, those are fantastic shots. Yeah, I love I love doing that stuff. I nerd out doing all that stuff. Like when you when you're running down the street, asshole, this is my truck, that whole thing. Yeah, man. You know what? I just started this. This was I have a friend. His name is Peter Anthony. He's done a couple of Friday the 13th fan films, Friday the 13th Vengeance and a couple of other things. And I came up. Well, I, I don't know. It was either me or him. But I was like, you know what, man? I was like, it's basically a lo- trying to find a location. It's like the holy grail of Friday the 13th locations is to actually find, we already know it's not there anymore, but the actual footprint, the actual spot of where Jason's shack was in part two. Yeah, and, uh, you know, I, uh, that, uh, unfortunately, that probably would be really hard to find only because you know certainly um for part two you know that was completely constructed by the film company in the middle of the woods there right and i to be honest um you know even you know because i was up there for six weeks i never got to that location as as an actor right and um i have no idea where that is right um it's gotta be somewhere not far from where the cabins used to be it's probably it's in kent somewhere yeah and i hope i hope i don't care if i have to put on boots and start hiking but there has to be maybe some sort of something left behind something it's 40 years later so it's overgrown and trees are bigger but that was in a big clearing they cleared it out so that's got to be there's got to be something man i have to find it i'm trying to think you know just even in terms of 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 anybody uh, you know there's there's got to be a set director or somebody from the film the man who we we are getting that in knows con- the location. The man, the man who we are getting in contact with. My friend Peter knows somebody, and somebody knows this gentleman who is also <laughs> right. who is also in the documentary Crystal Lake Memories. Is that old man okay. Lloyd? Okay. He used to own Packenac Lodge. He used to own all that. He sold it, but he's ninety years old, and he has the mind <laughs> like a. Like he remembered everything. So we have somebody contacting him and I don't care. Me and my friend will pay him a few hundred dollars. Like point (laughs) this in the right direction. All I want to do is take pictures. That's all I want to do. Yeah. Here's a map. Here's a map. Yeah. Give me an X. Give me an X. Right. (laughs) That's all I want. I'm not asking for much. Just point in the right direction and I'll make it there. Wow. Yeah, man. Good luck. Yeah, you know, uh, that would be incredible. And not only that, no matter how precise he can be, uh, like you say, uh, how overgrown in 40 years, right? It, it may be, com- uh, you, you know, it may be your best guesstimate, right? To find, find a location. Yeah. I mean, I have like, zoomed in high res screenshots like there's a specific tree that's in front of the shack that has a very weird shape to it so it's like if that's still standing it would be bigger but it would be a very distinct marker to like i'm 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 not normal bill (laughs) yeah you know the only thing is is that you have to be really worried about now have you you know kind of uh google earth this thing because God forbid there's like a, you know, a shopping mall there. <laughs> oh, that would, that would hurt me, man. If there was like a strip mall there with like a Dunkin' Donuts, like or something. <laughs> You're right, right. But at yeah. least if it was a Dunkin' Donuts, you could take your COVID uh, uh, vaccination card and get a free donut. Oh, okay. I could do that, huh? <laughs> All right. Nice. Oh, man. So like you, you just said in passing, you said you, you, it, it, you would, Filming for six weeks up there, huh? 
Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> you know, and actually it was, you know, kind of at least, you know, for a bunch of, you know, ne'er-do-wells like us, it was a great location. Yeah. Um, we, we were, there is, and it may still exist, a, a Boy Scout camp, which is was on the southern part of the lake, um, which is where we stayed. Mm-hmm. And I do, I actually met somebody who was working at the Daily News who actually went to that camp. So yeah. it does still, does still exist. Okay. And um, the only reason why I know that was because she said she was a big Friday the 13th fan and knew that the camp had been used, you know, for the cast and crew. Yeah. And, um, but, you know, certainly the location camp where we were, where we were filming, was around the lake. It was to the um, west and the north. And um, those people were not friendly at all or very happy about the fact that, that, that it had been, it became such a, a, a well-known location. They, they were not, they did not want people walking around and taking pictures. And they eventually sold that property. Yeah. And there's new homes and things that are up there. So it's not recognizable at all. No, I know. Because I wanted to get, once again, when, when it was the same day that me and my girlfriend went to go take those pictures in, in, in New Preston, you know, all those shots, um, I basically, you know, Google something is an amazing thing. And, and I found yeah. like, the street and the location of where all those cabins used to be, like the main cabin and everything. And we draw, I drove and, and, and it's, it says private property all over the place, yeah. but there was these long dirt roads and, and. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. And, and I was like, you know what, what's the worst that can happen? They tell us to get the hell out of here. Cause nine times out of 10, like I'll like be honest and approach somebody like a normal person be like, listen, I'm just taking, like I kind of explain what I'm doing and nine times out of 10 people are cool. So yeah. I'm driving down and, <clears throat> and I'm looking at my little map and I see the little red arrow and it's like, you know, a quarter of a mile up to your right is your destination. And as I'm going, there's like a whole bunch of, it was like a, like a half a party or something going on. There was people there. And as I drove up there, people just started looking and I'm just like, I just don't think this is a good idea. Like it was, I was so like, uh, I don't know. I was so torn. Yeah, 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 I yeah, want to yeah, get yeah. that shot of the campfire yeah, yeah, yeah. scene. So I was like, you know what? Let me get out of here. And I just backed up and I just got out of there. But yeah, man, I would love to just walk around. But I understand it's private property. And it's like, come on, man. I'm not bothering nobody. You know what I mean? Let me walk yeah. around for a I minute. Mean, and certainly kind of unfortunately now because yeah. of the new construction. It, uh, even though you know you may be able to see the new buildings and and kind of make a, a best guesstimate of where things might have been right um I, at this point it's probably yeah changed so much it would be really difficult yeah i, I even heard that some of some of the hills have been flattened and stuff like oh. that it's like, yeah. like all those big you know all those hills and stuff are, yeah. are flat so it's yeah. like yeah a shame it's a shame yeah i don't know but i listen it's it's 40 years later what do you expect yeah let's i i mean let's face it i guess i guess some people were not as excited about it as we were yeah i guess not i guess not go go figure yeah Yeah, go figure (laughs) what's wrong what's wrong with these people yeah, nothing's wrong with us. Horror people are the best people ever. No, I'm not talking about no, what's wrong with us. I know, I know, I know. Exactly. Yeah, man. I mean, at conventions and stuff, it's like everyone's the most friendliest. There's all walks of life. There's never a problem. It's just the coolest thing ever, man. And I really you know. And that's the thing, out. you know, kind of over, over these forty years, you know, going to these conventions and things like that. Yeah. Um, I, 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 I can say. I, you know, and I probably shouldn't say it because of my genius, but but I've never met anybody at, at any of these conventions over all the years that aren't just really decent people. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I, I mean, it has been so fantastic for me, yeah. uh, you know, certainly as an actor uh, that, that was fortunate enough to have participated in this thing. Yeah. Uh, to go and, and meet 
people, you know, that that give a shit. That give, I, the, I, you know, it, it, give it, a shit, it, like, it, like, seriously give a shit. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. I you mean, know, people probably fly it, from all over the friggin' world, literally, to meet you guys. I know. And um, it's been fantastic. It's great. I love, I, love, I love the conventions. I love going to them. And I love meeting uh, the people. It's really, it's, I haven't had a bad experience yet. Yeah. That's, that's so awesome. It's got to be so humbling. And like, and like you said earlier, like, who would have thought, man? Who would have yeah, thought? This little movie, yeah. but I mean, the success of part one helped, obviously, but still 40 yeah. years later, and I want to meet you still. And I'm talking, uh, you know, know. <laughs> you know, so, you know, and I, it will, it will happen. It will happen. It we'll will be able to do it. Yeah. You know, I mean, even if there's not a convention, you know, somehow we'll get together. There'll be something. <laughs> well, where, where are you located now? Where are I'm you? On the upper west, I'm on the Upper West Side. I'm on, you know, like. You're um, in Manhattan now? I work. I work. Oh, absolutely. On, I work in the middle of Manhattan. I work on 45th and Vanderbilt. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Like, I'm, 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 you know, 89th between Amsterdam and Columbus. Okay. A, a couple of parts of Death Wish were filmed a couple of blocks away from you. Yeah. And actually it's a great, it's a great location. I, I, a lot of stuff gets filmed up here. Yeah. And actually, uh, um, uh, Kira Sedgwick and, and Kevin Bacon don't live too far from here. Oh, really? Yeah. Nice. <laughs> I've actually seen them, uh, you know, wa- uh, crossing the street one time. Okay. But uh, traffic did not allow for, because it used to be, you know, back in the 80s when we were all young actors and looking for work and whatever. Um, I used to go bowling with uh, Kevin Bacon. There was a bowling alley on between 77th and 78th Street on Amsterdam. Okay. Uh, had 10 lanes and a bunch of unemployed actors. We used to always go up there and bowl. <laughs> really? And uh, yeah, yeah, I, you know, so I, I can't, you know, it's like, uh, it, it was really, at this point, it was really a who's who, you know. Yeah. It, certainly some pe- people became more successful than others. But. Uh, you know, but still. But uh, no, you know, it, it's like, um, I, I'm trying, you know, and of course, you know, being the old part that I, um, um, I'm, you know, Chris, I can't think of anybody's name at this point, but certainly, you know, I think that I'm not positive, but I think that Kira and, and Kevin met up there and Kevin was actually going out with somebody else at the time. And he actually, I was doing a show on Broadway called Gemini at the time. And he was going out with our, um, one of our understudies. And God, I hate myself because I can't remember her name. I don't know. Call her, uh, I don't know, understudy Jane. No, I'll think, I'll think of it in a few seconds. But um, yeah, as, soon as, as soon as we're done, as soon as we're done, you'll remember. Yeah. Right. Yeah, I'll give you a call on the, I'll give you a call on the phone. A lot of good that'll do. Right. It'll be like, oh yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Some understudy. Uh, so have you have you remained friendly with with the like all the cast members or I tell you, you know, actually I've become I have had more of a relationship um uh, certainly with Lauren Marie for some reason it seems like Lauren Marie and I um get to go to a lot of these things and she and I have become much closer friends than we were on set. Okay. And, um, you know, John Fury and, um, uh, uh, it, it, it seems like, you know, and, and Steve Dash, I didn't really know Steve. At Rest all. in peace, what? Steve Dash. Yeah, really. Unbelievable. Yeah, really. Yeah. And even Warrington Gillette. I mean, you know, basically cause Warrington was up there for, a, you know, a week, two weeks at the most. And we had kind of very little contact with him during filming. Right. Um, but certainly, you know, at conventions since then, and Amy Steele, I, you know, uh, and the thing was, is everybody go, Stu Charno was my butt. Stu Charno and Martin and I, we hang out, hung out during the filming. Yeah. So, and, you know, you know, Marta kind of left the planet for a while. So, but Stu and I, um, you know, ha- remained friends. 
And certainly anytime I was out in Los Angeles working, because um, Stu, you know, lived on the beach there, um, Stu and I would get together all the time. He um, seems like a fun dude. He is, not only that, but he's, he's a hell of a pianist. Oh, he really? Can play the, he can play the piano. He can, he, he's really a wonderful musician. In fact, when he did Friday the 13th, he was uh, primarily working as a musician, not as an actor. Really? Yeah. And I didn't um, know that. Yeah. So, uh, huh. um, but yeah, Stu was great. Had a great time with Stu. Had a great time with Marta. Hmm. Um, and everybody else have, uh, have kind of got to get to know since, you know, convention. Yeah. Um, you know, like Russell Todd and, and, and actually this last couple of years when we've done, you know, when they did the Blu-ray um, box set of all the films. Yes. Um, Peter Brackey and, um, and um, had gotten together, had gathered all of us, you know, to do the, uh, you know, kind of the background um, taping. Um, which, you know, I hadn't really had much contact with uh, Russell Todd until that happened. Right. And so, you know, I got back in contact with, uh, with Russell and, and, uh, um, and Stu was able to do it. And Kirsten was there and, and, um, I met, I met Kirsten Baker. I, I never met Lauren. I, I, I met Steve Dash, fortunately, before he passed. I met Amy. Yeah. I'm just thinking of my part, my part two people. Yeah, I think absolutely. that might be. I think that might be it. I met Harry Manfredini, who was awesome. Um, yeah, but I think that's all I've met. I don't think months. I've ever met Manfredini. I don't think I've ever met him. Uh, you know, even at conventions, I don't think I've ever. He's a pisser. He was a pisser because <laughs> he has an Italian last name. My last name is Ferrari. I have the Brooklyn accent, so we blah 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 with this bullshit. He was making fun of me. He's like, "Hey, how you doing?" He was like a fun guy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, man. Shit. Yeah, we were lucky, you know, because those those weeks that we were up there, um, yeah, you know, being in the two camps, essentially, you know, you'd eat and sleep in the one camp, and then you know, get in the van or and you know, ride to the set. The set was maybe five minutes away on this, you know, you you saw it, you know, kind of a just a kind of almost like a dirt road. road. Yeah. Yeah, the dirt roads up there and whatever, and and um, you know, yeah, it so was now, it was fun. In, in Crystal Lake memories, Lauren Marie had said because there's always that the real Jason in part two thing, you know, uh, Steve Dash or Warrington Gillette. So right, Lauren Marie said that Warrington was quote unquote her Jason. Who was the actor that impaled you and Marta? The infamous spear shish kebab scene. Who was in, who was... I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah, I think that that was probably Carl Fullerton who did the, um, uh, did the make, uh, you know, did the special effects. Right, but who was, but who was the but who was, Jason who in the room? Who was Jason in the room? Yeah, who, which Jason? I, I, you know, to, to be honest, uh, you know, because I know that Lauren Marie had mentioned Bruce somebody or something or Chris or somebody, somebody that she said, you know, that that was, uh, you know, dragging her down the stairs or whatever. A crew member, some crew member. Yeah, it was yeah. a, yeah, it was a crew member. And I'm sure that because I do not remember the crew member that actually um was attacking her and um it, while i was hanging on the wall right and oh that was a crew member the guy with the black thumbnail huh yes yes the famous black thumbnail yeah man <laughs> yeah you know yeah, that, that would be interesting to find out who's the black thumbnail and of course <laughs> I, you know it's very possible that steve dash would swear up and down right left and center that it was his black thumbnail but I don't know. Right. <laughs> oh, man. I thought I'd be getting solid answers here. <laughs> These stupid things I but, think about. Uh, you at know, night. And, and, and also, the thing is, is that, uh, you know, in terms of the way that things are filmed. Yeah. And, and, and the camera angles and the setups and things like that, you know, a lot of stuff, you know, which looks 
you know, continuous, of course, is not. Right. So it's very possible that the guy with the thumbnail, um, you know, it was nothing but his hands. Right. Could, it could have been anybody that they said, oh, man, we love that. You know, we love the hand. Hold this. You would love the way that looks in your hand, you know, with with the thumb and everything, you know. Yeah. So let's use this guy's hand. And, uh, you know, who knows? That might have been the only thing that he did as Jason in the whole film. Right. You're right. And certainly the thing was, too, was that and certainly with with Marta and I, when they when they, um, you know, when they speared us, uh, I, I'm almost positive that that was Carl Fullerton because he knew where he needed to hit right. on my back, on my prosthetic back, prosthetic back and for the blood to come out uh, because it was it was it needed to be very precise. And sure. probably you didn't see any of that body other than the spear itself right no you don't you don't even see your back there's a still shot of your back but it just comes down and you You come down and you and you like you move and and sandra you know you know makes a noise and then it just goes and you see it hit the floor but i know that there's which is a powerful thing but I know that there's so much more of an extended version of that that nobody will ever see, which sucks. Uh, yeah. You spend the money. <laughs> All right. Get the, blue, get the new Blu-ray box set. The whole extended yeah. version is in there? Yes. The whole thing? Yes. Really? Yes. Guess what I'm doing when we wrap this up? <laughs> I know. I'm so sorry. I didn't mean Sorry that. for what? That's a good time. You apologizing <laughs> for a good time? <laughs> no way. But, uh, yeah, yeah. What is um, it, like 200 bucks for, like, every single DVD? It's fine. It's Blu-ray. It's a Blu-ray box. It's a beautiful box. In fact, I, I've, I've seen it. it. I saw it. I saw the whole thing. I, I don't know why I don't have it. I have figures like you can't see. I'm I'm sitting in my bedroom. I have shelves of. They need to make like a NECA figure of you. You know what I'm talking yeah. about? Like the like the you know like the figure. A, a bobblehead? No, not a bobblehead. Like like something <laughs> to you. Like I'm gonna get out of character for a second right now. Yeah, one second. I, I'll I'll get my uh, my Jason. I've got Jason too. Yeah, like this. Hold on. Hold on. Hold no, on. it's all right. This is guerrilla podcasting, Bill. I don't care. Like this guy. <laughs> hold on, hold on. I'm getting my stuff here. Oh, I'm holding. I have so much stuff. It's like if you looked in my bedroom, it's like I'm a child, but I don't care. No, that's what life's about. Life's about having fun no matter what you do. Listen, I'm 45, but I still do shit the same shit that I do when I was 15. But I am responsible. You know, kind of <laughs> you know, now I'm just a responsible father. <laughs> oh yeah, how old? How many kids? One. How old? Eleven-year-old girl. Wow. My daughter Alexa, and then of course I name her, and then two years later, you know, three years later, Amazon comes out with the Alexa thing. So she, right now, she hates her name. <laughs> oh. Why'd you have to name me that, Dad? Like, listen, it didn't exist before you were born. See, yeah, this is part of the part two box set. Ah, uh, you have the one with the clothes. I don't have the clothed one. I don't have that one. Yo, that's like 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 on like. I gotta try. I gotta turn off my back my background here because it's messing up, messing up the. Uh... Wait, 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 me, me and Jeff from Friday Thirteen Part Two are, are showing off each other's Jason toys. <laughs> that's right. That's right. That's right. Ridiculous. But this, I kicked myself in the ass for opening the box. Okay, so nice. Yeah, man. They need to make one of you. They need they need to give a little bit more love to all the counselors that got offed. Yeah, really. That's what and I also, think. You know, obviously. Yeah, that's incredible. It's beautifully, it's beautifully done. Yeah, I'm buying. I'm gonna buy that as soon as I'm off the off of this with you. I have to. I, I'm almost embarrassed to say that I don't have that, which is ridiculous. You know. 
there you go back to the bar yeah that's right man that's, that's, that's yeah man do, do you mind if i shout out my sponsors real quick no go ahead you know are, that, are you are you a coffee guy bill oh i love coffee all right well Hi. check this well, 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 one of my sponsors is a coffee company, and they're called Dead Sled Coffee, right? Ooh. And they're on Instagram at Dead Sled Coffee. And if you go to deadsledcoffee.com and you put in the promo code Brooklyn Blast, you'll get 15% off your order, and it's free shipping within the United States for any order over $60 or more. But what's wow. cool about them, they have, they, they, they're not like this snooty coffee company. They work with like a lot of musicians and they also do officially licensed agreements and stuff with horror people. There is a, yeah, they just, you you could pre-order now. There's an Elvira blend. They did one with, um, (laughs) they they did one with um, Robert Englund. They have a nightmare blend. Mm -hmm. Kane Hodder. They have a Kane, it's called like Kane Hodder kills or something like that. Um, Wow. The band Kiss, they actually worked with. Um, they have different blends like the Bella Lugosi blend, the Vampira blend. They, they do really, they do really cool shit. And they're they're a small company in like Jersey and Pennsylvania. It's owned by like two or three people, but they're a small company. But they do for some reason I don't know their connections or whatever. But they do really cool shit. So dead sled coffee, everything from really strong coffee to iced coffee to breakfast blends to iced tea. All that kind of stuff. So kids out there listening, deadsledcoffee.com, promo code Brooklyn Blast. Well, let me tell you, you know, I'm going to have to go to the website and I'm going to have to uh, get some uh, uh, Kane Hodder uh, uh, coffee. Yeah, yeah, it's it's just cool (laughs) shit. It's like they make these really cool bags. It's it's just really cool. And and, And I'll be completely honest, I was drinking it before they became a sponsor of the podcast. So I'm not just saying that because they sponsor the podcast. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. So, so it's, it's, they're awesome. And then, well, you're in Manhattan. Um, another sponsor, it's called, they're called generation records. It's a record record store. Um, yeah. it's down in the village. It's two ten, two ten Thompson street in the West village. They're on Instagram at generation records. And if you can't, they, they've survived so far, this whole pandemic thing. That's so they're fantastic. Open. They're open. Wow. They've been around since 92 and they're like, there's no record stores around anymore. You know what I mean? I know. Yeah, really. So I'm, I'm happy that they survived. And if anyone's listening and you're not in the New York area and you can't go to the actual brick and mortar location, if you go to generationrecords.bigcartel.com, you can order stuff from them from there. Generationrecords.com. And last, but cool. definitely not least, is New Republic Printing. For screen screen printing, embroidery, vinyl stickers, and buttons, newrepublicprinting.net and newrepublicprinting on Instagram. Now, what's awesome about them is there's no setup fees. There is no screen fees. And if you have your order delivered to any commercial address, no matter how big your order is, it's free UPS ground shipping. So you can get 10,000 you know, Jeff from Friday the 13th part two shirts made and you can have it delivered to the bar that you're at and uh, it won't cost you a dime more. Wow. Yeah. So new Republic printing generation records of dead slide coffee. Thanks for being a sponsor. That's it. Cool. Yeah. Quick and painless. Yeah, it's, man. Uh, sounds like good sponsors. Yeah. Listen, they're all, they're it's all, it's a, they're all not small only that, businesses. It's, it's, a, it's a good combination. Yeah, man. I'm a coffee guy. You know, I like music and records and I occasionally make podcast shirts and stuff like that. I've been using and going to these places way before the podcast was even an idea. So it's cool. They're friends and they're small companies. So support the little guy sometimes, you know, everything can't Absolutely. be Amazon or Walmart. You know what I mean? I, you know, I tell you that that's one thing that my wife and I have always done here on the Upper West Side, especially now. You know, when everybody's having such a hard time is, is that, um, uh, you know, we'll go to the local restaurant uh-huh. that, that uh, you know, it has has to build a, a sidewalk cafe to be able to stay alive. And, and we go there and eat there 100%. as opposed to uh, as opposed to ordering online because, um, you know, yeah, man, got to support got to support your local people. 
local people. Go to the little yep. small cafe, the little small coffee spot instead of going to Starbucks. Like it's it's yeah. You know, yeah, I was I was afraid when when you asked me if I like coffee that you were going to plug uh, Starbucks, but thank God. No, um, I, I, you know that, that would be insane if Starbucks was a sponsor of this podcast, but it, 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 I wouldn't feel right about. It. So I'd be like, yeah, yeah, it's great, but nah, I don't know. I'd rather support Dead Sled Coffee, who just do cool shit. You know, they just do that's cool. A great, that's a great name, too, Dead Sled. Yeah, Dead Sled Coffee. Yeah, it's good stuff, man. So what do you have going on? You have anything going? Are you acting or do you want at all in any capacity? What are you doing? Um, Not right. You know, certainly, uh, you know, having worked at the Daily News for 20 years, that put a bit of a cramp in the uh, style. Right. But um, (laughs) I I have been, I I don't know if anybody knows about the Actors Studio, but I've been a a member of the Actors Studio for a good time. you know, 20, 30, 40 years or something like that. Really? And um, I, I, I had, uh, since I, I was kind of, you know, forcibly retired by the Daily News in 2019. Okay. So since then, I've been going back to a session at the Daily, at um, um, the Actors Studio. And certainly I'm still very good friends with my agent and um, David Gus at uh, Vanguard Management. And, um, uh, you know, he said if I would cut my hair that he would uh, represent me again. <laughs> it's, it's hilarious. I saw, I saw on Facebook when you still had your long hair, people were super, you were doing side-by-sides of you and the dude from, uh, <laughs> that's hilarious. Yeah, some yeah I had a lot of, I had a, uh, talking about Photoshop, I had a lot of fun with that. Yeah, without you know, a doubt. All, 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 those, all those pictures were uh, uh, Photoshop dreams. Uh-huh. But, uh, well, the next one that I got to put up is I got to put up the before and the after. I mean, uh, of, of this haircut. Yeah. Why you know, not throw you know, it up there? You know, right now, you know, I kind of like, it, it looks like Ricky Nelson or something. I don't know. Who it looks like. <laughs> Ricky Nelson. I, I don't know. My, I, I forget. Um, I love that song. Uh, Ricky Nelson, you know, garden party. Okay. Uh, uh, and I, I don't even know why that came up, but because um, that's what you say your hair looks like. <laughs> well, I, I, you know, because it's like it's it it like kind of looks and feels like it's so in place that it's just it's 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 in like it's in like the in between stage where it's not going to go to the right direction that you want it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's the, it's the it's the right after the haircut stage. But, uh, you know, it's not like immediately after your haircut when it really looks good. It's All like, right. you know, within 12 hours when it starts to look, huh? Uh-huh. <laughs> so it's like, it's like, I need to, you know, it's like I, I need to get into the shower and figure out, you know. Some, throw, throw a little product in there of some sort. Exactly. You know, because <laughs> right now it's just like, you know, it's kind of like, I don't know, you know. It's it fuzzy. Yeah, it's fuzzy. Feels like my dog. Oh my god! Oh shit! I just, all right, I just have a, I just have a couple more questions, and I'm and I'm okay. not gonna hold and I'm not gonna hold you hostage anymore. Um, <laughs> how long and how was it? You know, I, I guess this is my technically a question. Um, how how long was it, and how was filming actually the Crystal Lake Memories? Because I've watched it a thousand times. Like I'll go to like. Right before I go to bed, I'll always have something on the TV. And if it's something that I really don't need to pay attention to, I'll throw on, for real, Crystal Lake Memories, because it's like six hours long. I'll just put it on, like, nice and low, and I'll fall asleep to it. I've seen it a billion times. Huh. But, so what is the question? How long was my involvement? Well, yeah, how, how was filming that? I, you know, I mean, essentially, you know, they just, you know, I they came over and I'm trying to think exactly where I did. I, I guess I went to a studio for that. I went to like 23rd street or something. Oh. And they actually had a, had a, a studio where, where they did the interviews and, and I not sure, but I think Lauren Marie was right after me. So she was so these were all together at the same time. Like, no, I don't no. think so. I, I think it just happened that Lauren and I, you know, had appointments very close to each other. 
But, um, uh, you know, so essentially it was just we went in and did the interview and, and uh, um, you know, it was, I would say probably the most would be an, an hour and a half that may be generous. I don't know. You know, really? I, 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 to be honest, I'll have to look at it again to see what <laughs> okay. I did. All right. Now, you have, you have to you have to set, you have to tell me if you know because in the documentary you say while you're in the middle of getting everything situated for your death scene because you're like you only it's only like your head and you're like underneath the bed and all that stuff and then you say that somebody came over and blew some sort of dust in your mouth and then from there on you were like I don't care about nothing I can shoot this all day long what was the dust? I, I, you know, I have no idea. Was it really and dust? <laughs> I, I, yeah, well, you know, it was something that certainly made me very happy. And, um, I, you know, the thing was is that, and I can I can remember the moment. Okay. Uh, because I kind of I remember the taste. It was a little bitter. Um, and. I really did not expect anything from it. You know, it was kind of one of these deals. And, oh. Gotta and love course, the late God, 70s and early 80s. <laughs> yeah, and thank God I can't remember uh, the crew guy's name because I'm sure I would get him in trouble. But um, I think the statute of limitations is long over. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. But, but, but essentially, yeah, you know, I mean, I was laying there. I was, I was. You know, each time that we did, we did that shot with a spear in the back twice, each setup took four hours. Oh, my God. And I was basically, you know, certainly you've seen the, sh the shots where I'm, you know, in the bed, you know, with the hole in the bed and I'm yeah. on my knees. And, and Marta was lucky enough to just she just kind of snuck in yeah. underneath me and uh, was there for for the you know the actual maybe 10 minute filming and uh, i was there for the four hours before and then the four hours for the next one Oof. so uh, you know not that it was uncomfortable but uh, you know and certainly i was young and i could have cared less right um but it was very nice you know because uh, you know i'm i'm you know in, in a <laughs> I'm, I'm I'm like this. I can re I, I remember the position. I was like like here like this. Okay, and he just kind of came over and said, "Yo, yo, yo." <laughs> I turned to him. And he said, Open your mouth. <laughs> and, and I was like, "Oh, okay. What was that?" He said, "Don't worry. You'll enjoy it." <laughs> <laughs> That's fucking awesome. <laughs> and you did. He wasn't lying. Absolutely. You know, it's, it's like I, they could have done three more shots as far as I cared. That's fucking great, man. That's fucking cool. Yeah. Oh, course, I, you know, unfortunately, you know, hopefully my son won't see this, you know, because uh, I, 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 I have an 18 year old. He's very impressionable. Okay. And, right. um, yeah, my dad, when he, how old were you when you filmed that movie? 26. Because I was 26 and Marta was 16. That's right. That's right. Is she okay? Is she okay now? Oh, God, I hope so. I hope so. Yeah, because I don't know. You know certainly the last just, time I just saw Just Google. Them. I could just, you know, I don't know what, what exactly her thing is or whatever. But I know that she has, she has problems. And, and listen, I'm not one to knock anybody. I've had my battles in my own life. So I, I would never. But. I, I always like that. She, I would love to meet her. And I always wondered if she was okay. I know that she was doing conventions for a little bit, but this was before I started going. Yeah. I mean, certainly that was, you know, and certainly, you know, hopefully we'll get back to it because, um, um, Stacy who, who, um, you know, usually Stacy Lee, who tries to book me, She's, she's, the one, the one who, she's the one that's getting us in touch with the old man Lloyd. Oh, good. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If anybody has any information about Marta, she would. Okay. 
and because she was the one who found Marta and got her to the convention. Wow. And, um, you know, certainly, um, you know, for the most part, Marta was there. Um, and, um, you know, it's, it's, it's good to see when people actually, you know, are, are, are kind of existing in the real world. Yeah. And, um, and, um, yeah, she's had, uh, she's had, uh, some struggles with, uh, remaining in the real world. So, um, you know, I hope to God that we do, you know, I hope that at these, cause I know that Stacey's working very hard to get all of us together for at least these two conventions that we, that, She's asked me to see if I'm available. Yeah. And uh, it would be great. I'd love to see her again. I'd yeah. love to see her. I'm sure. I'd love to see her, see Kirsten, see, uh, you know, John Fury, see Russell Todd. It would be, I'd be amazed if Sue was healthy enough to actually make the trip because he's had, um, he's had some real problems health-wise uh, over the last few years. Okay. So it would be great if he's able to travel to do that. Yeah. I'd like I to meet that to. guy too. I would definitely like to meet oh. Stu also. I'd like to shake that guy's hand. He is amazing. Yeah. He is amazing. He's just he just is so talented. It's 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 it, he's 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 just a good, fun, terrific human being. I like good, fun, terrific human beings. Yeah. <laughs> Can't, you know? Yeah, man. Better than a sharp stick in the eye, that's for sure. You're damn right it is. <laughs> this is awesome. Well, listen, do you want to put... You, you're on Instagram, but you're not very active on there, right? No, for some reason, my wife is much more active than I am. And a lot of times she'll, she'll say, oh, you know, so-and-so posted this. You should take a look at it, whatever. Yeah. Um, I don't know why that I've never really been that interested. I guess I should try and get yeah. more involved so that, um, you know, kind of certainly um, to put out information of, about um, these conventions that they it's, do come it's, about. It's a great promotional tool. It really is. Okay. Yeah. I mean, yeah. That's, I mean, obviously do what you want, but I'm just saying like for the podcast and stuff, like it's, 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 I mean, for, for anything, if you're promoting something, Instagram is great. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah, I'll have to. Well, I, the uh, world. I'll say right now, because I know what your Instagram handle is. So for yeah, anybody. It's something, really, it's, it's something really stupid, like, like isn't no, it Bill Randolph 1888 or something? Stupid? That's what it is. It's Bill Randolph 1888 on Instagram. I have and, no idea where 1888 is. <laughs> no. No. Yeah, and that's some that, kind that, of a clue. <laughs> and that, that, that is maybe why I never do it, because I don't <laughs> even remember my own handle. Well, are you, I, I think you're able, you're able to change it. You can change it. You oh, can just really? edit profile. I, I don't know. Bill Randolph, I don't know, F13-2. Or yeah. whatever, yeah. or Bill Randolph official. <laughs> Come on, you spruce it up. Like I it don't know if all, I ever want to be official. Like it sounds like all professional and shit. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Yes, I definitely should change it because I, I, I have no idea where that came from. All right. I have no idea. Well, for now, kids, it's Bill Russell yes. 1888 on Instagram. And Bill right. Russell and uh, Bill Randolph, Bill Russell. What the fuck is that? And Bill Randolph on Facebook. You don't have a Twitter no. or anything like that, do you? No, I don't have a Twitter. I don't have a blog. I don't have I mean, uh, any of that stuff. Yeah. Yeah, I have a Twitter, but I'm like really never even really on it. All right. Well, whatever. But yeah, man. Well, in closing, I really, really hope that conventions come back to a normal capacity. The next time, like a chiller or a monster mania or something around here, because they're all in Jersey. I, if they contact you, I, I, I would love to, especially because it's the 40 year anniversary. It would be awesome for oh, a reunion. That would be amazing. Yeah, I mean, certainly we thought this year we would be jam packed with stuff. And, yeah. you know, you know, let's knock on wood. Let's hope that, uh, yeah, 
they can all come back and we can have a real exciting fall. Yeah, that would be great, man. It'll be it'll, yep. be, it'll be it'll be awesome to meet you. Shake your hand. Ah, oh, be fantastic. Love it. Hundred percent. Listen, man. Thank you so much for your time once again. This was great. My pleasure. And that's cool. Listen, man. You're in Manhattan now. It might sound a little bit weird, but we should go get a cup of coffee one day. Yeah. On me. <laughs> On me, yeah, you man. Got the, you, you got the sponsor. <laughs> I do. Now we'll go out. We'll go, we'll go to another small. We'll go to a small spot. We'll get a cup of coffee or something. Sounds great. That'd be That's awesome. Fantastic. Awesome. That's well, great. listen. Enjoy the rest of your night. This is going to come out in like a couple of weeks. I always have like one or two in queue beforehand. But once it comes out, you'll see me promoting it. I'm going to tag you on Instagram and all over your okay. Facebook, so you'll know and. I'll be posting links. So if you want to listen back to yourself, feel free, whatever, but it will be everywhere and everyone will know all about it. Well, thank you so much, Jimmy. This has been great. I've had a lot of fun. Bill, thank you so much, my man. My pleasure. Later, buddy. Bye-bye.